You are listening to the Not Your Average Autism Mom podcast, the number one podcast for moms just like you, raising an autistic child. How are moms like us who didn't plan for this unique parenting journey embracing life just as it is right now, instead of staying stuck in wishing, hoping, and dreaming it was different? That is the question, and this podcast, along with our Let's Talk Autism newsletter and our private sisterhood, will give you the answers. My name is Shannon Urquiola, and I have been traveling this journey for over two decades. I have been where you are. All right, stay with me, and let's get on to this week's episode. Episode 113, Helpful Holiday Reminders. Well, hey there, my friends. Welcome back. I hope that for those of you who celebrated Thanksgiving last week, that you had a great week and maybe you even learned a thing or two over the holidays. I know that I did, and I can't wait to share a few things with you that we're celebrating here in our home um, throughout this episode. And for those of you who don't celebrate, I hope that you were able to scroll through some of our past episodes and hopefully listen to an episode or two or three that were helpful to you where you are in your journey right now. I do that a lot with my favorite podcast. I'll go back through and sometimes I'll listen to episodes that I've listened to before, or I'll find an episode that I feel like I'll relate to in that moment. So I encourage you to do that as well. Um, You know, we have, this is our 112th episode, so there is lots of them. So today I decided that I wanted to talk about the holidays because the holidays can be a magical time. And I love the holidays, so there's a lot of lessons in here that I've learned along the way. But for those of us who are parenting a child on the spectrum, there is often additional pressure from so many different directions. You know, our kids' anxieties can be over the top with the changes in their routine, sensory overload, new faces, new places, which are all things that they might find difficult. We all likely have, you know, family members or friends who don't understand, right? Maybe they think that he should act better. Maybe they find her rude or disrespectful because she doesn't seem appreciative of the gift they gave her. Or maybe your child not sitting at the kids' table with all the other kids just isn't right to your sister-in-law who doesn't believe your child is autistic anyways. Any of those sound familiar? you're not alone. And I assure you, this list could go on and on and on. So on today's podcast, I am going to focus on giving you permission to do the holidays however it works for you and your family. There are no rules. The holidays can be whatever you want them to be and whatever is best for your child and you. You don't have to say yes. You don't have to go. Your child does not have to open his or her gifts in front of family members if they do better by themselves. And those family members don't have to understand. That is okay. Think about how much time you spend trying to keep him or her regulated during normal parts of the year, right? Not to mention the holidays. I know some of, you know, some of you take this on more than others, you know, but As I reflect through the years of cutting out every tag in his clothes, 
advocating for him not to wear collared uniform shirts at school, calling the restaurant ahead of time just to be sure that they had what he wanted to order, making sure that he knew the exact schedule of where we were going and what to expect during those times, always having headphones with us, you know, just in case. I came to learn through the years that his anxiety of the unknown was a terrible thing for him. He needed to have confidence in me. And I made sure that he knew that I would always put his needs above everyone else's. And I assure you that has not changed. What did change was I ditched all the guilt over our family being different. I stopped making up stories in my head about what they were thinking. And honestly, I just decided to allow them to have their opinions without making it mean anything about my parenting or him or me. You know, coaching and learning how my brain works and that I am in control of my emotions changed my life. And that is why coaching is such a priority for me inside our Not Your Average Autism Mom community, because I want all of our moms to benefit from the tools that change our family dynamics and the skill set that I use to make our life better every day. You know, I believe as their parent, it is our job to control the small things that we do have control over. So when the things that we can't control happen, it makes it easier for them to deal with. When he can trust me to fix the things that I'm able to, it gives him the confidence and strength to cope with the things that I can't change. I spent years modeling for him and giving him the tools to help him regulate now as an adult. And my goal has always been and still is to help Jordan learn to regulate his world and his emotions so he can cope with the world that we live in. Look, I get it. I spent years feeling guilty because Jordan didn't act how his cousins acted during the holidays. He didn't want to hug family members that he hardly knew. I mean, heck, hugging has never been his thing, and especially for people he hardly ever saw. And sitting on Santa's lap, yeah, that was a big no for him. Here is what I can tell you. All of the stories that you have made up in your head of what the holidays should look like, and what your child should do or how they should act and the perfect holiday pictures that you envisioned, your child does not care about that. They don't care about the memories. They just know that they are overstimulated. There are too many bright lights, too many people who are all being too loud and the singing or the Christmas music. Yeah, I won't even get started on that. But the bottom line is they just want to go home to their safe place where life is predictable. What if you just decide ahead of time to make that okay? What if you decide ahead of time that your child is counting on you to set boundaries that help them feel safe? And what if you decide to make the holidays about what they can do right now in this moment? You cannot control what other people in your family think about your decisions. And it's important that you don't create more stories in your head about what they do or don't think. You don't owe them an explanation. You can simply say, we can only commit to one hour tonight. 
or unfortunately, we aren't going to be able to attend this year, but possibly we might be able to come next year. I've been through a lot of holiday seasons with Jordan. And what I want to tell you is that each year has been different. Some years easier than others. But just because they won't do it this year doesn't mean they won't do it next year. Or maybe this year there wasn't an issue, but next year the same thing might become problematic. One of our Not Your Average Autism Moms was just sharing about how Last year, after she joined us, their family set boundaries for them. And that was time limits for family get-togethers. And she was sharing how just doing that made their holidays so much better and how this year there is so much less pressure on them because of the boundaries they created. That's what it's all about. If you have Christmas gatherings at your house, Make sure that your child has their space away from all the chaos where they can retreat when they need some downtime. They might not even want to come out at all. And that is okay too. Remember, and I know you hear me say this all the time, but your child does not have to experience the world or the holidays like you do to be happy. You know, not everyone, actually probably most people in your life, probably have no clue what it's like to face the holidays with a child on the spectrum. I was thinking about Melissa, another one of our Not Your Average Autism Moms, and her son who rides his scooter through the house every morning before school to help him regulate and be ready for the day. You know, to us, to them, their family, that is normal, and that is just what he does. But imagine Aunt Phyllis, who's visiting. Here he comes cruising through the living room on his scooter while she's drinking her coffee. May kind of seem like craziness, right? Of course it would, because she just doesn't get it. But I think it's so important to keep as many of their regular routines in place through the holidays. So to Melissa, I say, if you need to take his scooter, take it and tell your family what to expect. Sometimes you will have to just tell people what to expect. You aren't asking for approval or disapproval. You are just giving them insight into what they might expect. And in doing so, let them know that it's okay. You know how to handle it and it's no big deal. And remember, Don't make up a story in your head about how they are going to be judging you or your child. It isn't about that. It is just about explaining to them what may happen. Sometimes you will have to say no to things and it might not be easy. Our families who are raising an autistic child or children likely can't do things that we have always done. And that is okay. But that being okay has to start with you. You have to lessen your expectations. Now, that doesn't mean that you can't choose to be disappointed because you don't have the perfect Santa picture to post on Facebook or Instagram like all your friends or family. Or you can just know that while it didn't happen this year, you get to try again next year. Because I promise you, things will be different next year than they are this year. And let's talk about traditions. 
You know, if you're a stickler for traditions, you likely have a lot of work to do. I remember when the kids were young, I tried so hard for us to stick to the typical one gift at a time so everyone can see what you got. Yeah, that was one of the first traditions that we let go of. I started at a really early age wrapping Jordan and Madison's gifts in their own individual wrapping paper, and I still do it to this day. And they open their gifts as slow or as fast as they wanted. And if Jordan got fixated on one toy, guess what? There was no rush for him to open another one. If he opened a gift and threw it to the side and grabbed the next one, I didn't try to slow him down because, you know, I'm not going to make it mean that he didn't like that gift or that he was looking for one that was better. Am I hitting any nerves with you yet? (laughs) What I can tell you is that every year, I learn new lessons and things that we would do differently next year. And you will too. So take note. And if you have to, write yourself notes and pack them away with your holiday decorations so that you'll remember next year what you want to do different. When the kids got older, we started a new tradition that we have a Christmas Eve dinner and we open gifts afterwards on Christmas Eve. And you know why we did it? We did it because Jordan's anxiety Christmas Eve had gotten so bad that opening that one gift on Christmas Eve that we had always done had turned into two. And then he wouldn't go to sleep because he was so fixated on the gifts. And then Christmas Day was miserable because, you know, he hadn't slept and he had us up before 5 a.m. And then he was tired all day. So now... Doing it all on Christmas Eve makes it so much better for our family. We enjoy it together. We go to bed. Christmas morning, we get up, we make breakfast, and they have all day to enjoy their new things. And it's great. I honestly wish I would have had the courage to do it years earlier. But I will admit, I am stubborn sometimes, and I didn't want to give up Christmas mornings. But I didn't want to give them up for my own selfish reasons. And finally, with a little encouragement from Dave, we made that change. And it has made our Christmas holiday so much better. And Jordan doesn't have all of that anxiety over waiting for Christmas morning. Now, let me just go back real quick to your expectations, because this was a big one for us, and it still is. You know... Jordan doesn't have much back and forth conversation with anyone other than Dave, Maddie, or I. And if I'm being honest, he would prefer it if it were only me. So for him to be at a family gathering or a party with a bunch of people, it would be completely unrealistic for me to expect him to engage with everyone or act in a certain way when I know that he doesn't have the skill set to be able to do that. Do you have expectations for your child that are unrealistic? Unrealistic? I just want you to think about it. Now, I am by no means saying not to teach your children basic manners. Please and thank you for many of us are part of our family values. And those are expected in our family. And if they are in yours, then I encourage you to continue to work on those with your child. It might take a little longer 
than with your typical child. But Jordan has always had those manners and he uses them most of the time. But the conversation, yeah, that's just another big no. (laughs) My aunt and uncle were here last week for Thanksgiving. And my aunt tried so hard to ask him questions that would lead to more than a yes or no answer. And I'm not even sure that by the end of the week, she ever accomplished it. (laughs) You know, we are going to Florida in a couple weeks for our family Christmas. And Jordan is going to see his father. And it's a hard thing for Jordan and for me, if I'm being honest. And I want to tell you why. He isn't around his dad very often, and you have likely heard me talk about the fact that Jordan has a significant stutter, and it isn't easy to understand for people who aren't around him a lot, and I know his dad will struggle to understand him, and I know that will frustrate Jordan, and that makes me sad. I don't want them to struggle to communicate, but I also know that that is probably a reality. You know, I know his dad will ask him a lot of questions because he's going to want to engage with him. And because I know that Jordan isn't a conversational talker, I know he won't share nearly as much as his dad would like him to. He is a yes and no guy and doesn't elaborate much on anything else. The good thing is, is that his dad is taking him to Universal Studios, which is his favorite place on earth. So I know they'll have a great time there. And I just have to believe that they'll figure it out and it will all be okay. But my point to that is think about what your expectations are and are they realistic? And I encourage you to question if they are really that important. Is it that important to make them be in the picture? Many of you know that Jordan has never liked being in pictures, but over the past couple years, that resistance has lessened. I have gotten more amazing pictures of Jordan in the past two years than I think I have ever gotten. And if you follow us on Facebook, you likely have seen many of them. And this year, I got the best picture of him and his sister on Thanksgiving. Now, let me just add that... I also scheduled a mini Christmas photo shoot this year with a local photographer. And I told Jordan when it was and asked him if he would go. And he quickly, and I mean quickly, responded, no, thank you. And you know what? That is okay. I don't need him to do something that is for me that will make him uncomfortable. And he doesn't want to do it. I allowed him to make that decision and I just said, okay, buddy, no worries. Maybe next year you'll want to go with us. Maybe he will and maybe he won't. But think about why you want him or her to do whatever it is. Is it for you and not for them? Can you lessen your expectations? I bet you can. Don't force them to do things they don't like or make them uncomfortable and do more of the things they do like. Do they like decorating cookies? Maybe they can help you wrap gifts or decorate the tree. Or maybe they like riding around looking at Christmas lights or going to the Christmas parade. What is best for your family doesn't have to be best for anyone else. And again, I want you to remember that every year will bring different things. 
Some good, some maybe a little difficult, but never give up hope. Because just because it doesn't work this year doesn't mean it won't work in the future. This journey is different. It isn't bad. It's just different. And accepting life as it is right now in the moment is the best thing that you can do for your child or your children and for you. Focus on doing what makes your family happy and remember how fortunate you are to be the mother to your child or children that you are. There is no one better suited to be your child's mother than you. And above all, remember, you, mama, are doing amazing at this mom thing. Hey, so if you're loving what you're learning on the podcast, I want to invite you to check out our Not Your Average Autism Mom community. That is where we dive deeper into all the topics we discuss on the podcast and where you get individual help and learn coaching tools that will make your life better every day. When you become Not Your Average Autism Mom, you take on an identity with an incredible community of women across the globe, all raising autistic children who all show up to show the world they are not your average autism mom. It's my favorite place to be, so head on over to the website at www.notyouraverageautismmom.com to find out all the details. And if we're not open for new members right now, be sure to join the waitlist so that you'll be the first to know when we do open. We hope you do. We'd love to work with you inside.